0: Greetings, this is Faith Infusion, the podcast that gives you hope and encouragement. Our mission is to inspire and motivate you to live a purposeful life. We are in John chapter 13, and I'm going to talk about a very uh, familiar passage. And this is John 13 and 34. This follows um, Jesus washing his disciples' teeth. This follows when Jesus let's everybody know that Judas is the one that's gonna portray him. This is when he tells um Peter is saying oh I would never leave you and Jesus is saying you will deny me so this is after all of this all of these things took place in John chapter 13 but I want to focus on John 13 and 34. A new command I give you love one another as I have loved you, so you must love one another. By this, everyone will know that you are my disciples if you love one another. God says, this is a new command. It didn't say it replaced the other command, but he said, but this is a new command. I give you. Because remember the original commandments God gave to Moses. Jesus is saying, I give you a new command, love one another as I have loved you. And it's easy to love people that love you, that respect you, that honor you. The challenge comes when you have to love somebody who does not like you. They don't respect you, but we are given. A command, it says, so you must love one another. So love is not based on how we feel. Because you can love someone and not really like them. Loving them means that whatever all that we've experienced, whatever interaction encounter that we had, that was not pleasant then I forgive you. I release you. Because when I release you, I can rest assured that my father in heaven, anything that I do, that he would release me. He would not hold those sins against me. So when you talk about loving someone, it's hard to do that. But God says, if you are my disciples, this is how they know you are my disciple. If you love one another. And when we say love, that doesn't mean that you need to always be in that person's company around them. No. Loving them means that you respect them. You honor them. When you see them, you can genuinely say, hello, my sister. Hello, my brother. I pray all is well with you. Because if it's not well with them and God asks you to pray for them, then you will have to put all of your feelings aside and pray and minister. Give a word of encouragement. Love, God tells us, love covers a multitude of sin. We all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. We all have had someone offend us and we have offended someone else None of us are that good and perfect person No we all need God's grace we all need his mercy every day every minute of the day Love love means that you you have a genuine concern for that person you you don't wish evil on them you don't wish negative things on them love he says by this everyone will know that you are my disciple and we know a disciple is a follower of Christ a disciple when you talk about a disciple that means that we mimic or we do what Jesus did we do what he did and we say what we what he said Because he is our example. This is the reason that he had to come in the flesh to walk among us. Because he had to feel, he had to go through the pain, feel our infirmities. He felt grief, he felt sorrow, all of those things. And he showed us how to do, how to walk in this earth and still love people. Still be kind to people. Still be good to people. Gentle with people. Love. In John he tells us. 3.16. It says, God so loved the world. That he gave his only begotten son. To whoever believed in him. will have eternal life. He's, he gave his only begotten son. So whoever believed in him would have eternal life. He so loved the world. That's a sacrifice that he made for us. To rid the world of sin to everyone that believed. And so when people sin against us, think about the sacrifice that Jesus made on the cross. On the cross for us. All the sin that he took on. The cross that he had to carry. Hmm. The cat of nine tails that was on his back when they whipped him. All of that. And because somebody said something to you. That was offensive and you can't forgive them. Make up your mind today. To release that, and walk in love, make a decision. I'm going to be a disciple. This is a task that God has said we must do. I am going to forgive. I'm going to walk in love. Because God's, uh, Jesus told us. He says, "I am a rewarder of those who diligently seek me." So this is not about how we feel. It's not about any of that. But God says, can you trust me to handle it? Can you not lean to your own understanding, but acknowledge me? Ask me how to deal with this. Ask me how to respond before you respond. He said, and I'm going to show you a more excellent way. I'm going to show you what disciples look like and what they sound like. If you acknowledge me. If you love one another, we have a lot of a lot of people in the body of Christ that know scriptures and they are they walk in the prophetic, but they have no love. God says, "You just say uh, you're making a lot of noise. Your symbols making a lot of noise." He said, "You can prophesy, you can speak to a mountain and command it to move, but if you don't have love." God, God want us to take this thing serious. And how do you know? How do you know when you, when you, you crossed over when a person that if you saw them, you said I could run them over, I could just run them over in my car and just keep going. They hurt me so bad. You know when you have changed, when that love has taken over, when you see that person, instead of you being angry, you begin to pray for them. Even if the prayer is, God, help me to love them. Because sometimes we, we will need God's help to love someone who has hurt us so deep, who has offended us, has caused harm to us. We will need God. We need the Holy Spirit to do that because we're not going to do that in our own ability. That's what makes us disciples. So I charge you today. I charge you today to walk in love. Be the disciple hmm, that not only knows the word but walks the word out. Hmm. Faith without works is dead. We want to see the love. Huh. People want to see that you care about them more than what you're saying to them. Love. He said, with love and kindness, will I draw them to me? God is our example. We got to dig in. We got to, hmm, die to self. And able to walk in the love that God has commanded us to do. By this, everyone, verse 35, 13, John 13 and 35. By this, everyone would know that you are my disciples if you love one another. As believers, it's time for us to start walking as disciples and doing what Jesus did. Not just saying, but actually doing the work. Mm. So let's go into prayer. Father, in the name of Jesus, thank you for your love that never fails. Thank you for always forgiving us and giving us a second and a third and a fourth chance to get it right, God. God, we're grateful that you're the potter and we're the clay. And, and when we come to you, we're broken, we're hurt, we're wounded. We offended, God. You make us over again, and you push us out. God, thank you for pushing us out, God, not allowing us to sit in that place of sorrow, not allowing us to sit in that place of brokenness, not allowing us to sit in that place where we have seen and missed the mark. But you remind us every day, you said, if we confess and forsake our sins, we will have God's mercy. But if we hide them, we will not prosper. So God, we thank you for your word. We thank you for your word. You said you will cast our sins as far as the east is to the west, God. And you will never bring them up again. So, Lord, as you continue to forgive us, allow us to forgive others and walk in the love that you have given us. We can only do that by the Holy Spirit. And we say, Holy Spirit, work in us, God. Do a transformation in our hearts, God. Renew our minds, God. So we can be everything that you've called us to be. Hallelujah. Because when it's all said and done. We want to hear. Well done. My good and faithful servant. Now enter into my rest. God we thank you. That we operate in the finished work. It's already done. Lord, help us to trust you, help us to seek you, help us to abide in you, God. So we don't get caught up in self. Because we're nothing without you, God. And God, we'll be so careful to give you all the honor and the glory. And it's in your son Jesus' name that we pray. Amen, amen, and amen. I want to encourage you to go to the website, GospelTalkInc.com. Check out all of the blog, the Faith Infusion, the podcast, the daily, um, the Gospel Talk Live on the Daily Gospel Network. And there's the, um, you can order the book, Coming Out of the Wilderness. Yes, you can order the book. It is full of encouragement. It is 40 days of nothing but encouraging you, helping you to run your race. Helping you realize that God called you. He knows of your imperfections. He knows everything about you, but he still called you to do a work for him. Thank you, Jesus. Mm. Thank you, Jesus, that you don't hold, you don't keep count of the wrong that we do. You're always there loving on us. So in that book, Coming Out of the Wilderness, you will find hope and encouragement, faith to run your race. Thank you for tuning in, and have an amazing day. Greetings from Faith Infusion. This is the podcast that gives you hope and encouragement. Our mission is to inspire and motivate you to live a purposeful life. I want to encourage and invite you to visit our website, Gospeltalking.com. There, you can get the latest Faith Infusion. Um, episode. You can also get uh, the blog that has encouraging uh, inspiration, wellness, and financial uh, tips that will help you budget, save money, all of those good things. Because Gospel Talk wants you to be whole in every area of your life. Gospel Talk is the umbrella for faith infusion. And so when you go to the website, we want you to leave your comments. Tell us, you know, if you listen to maybe the Daily Gospel Network, tell us you enjoyed the show. If you have seen us on Facebook, you listen to the podcast, let us know because we want to hear from you. Even if you need prayer, you want a prayer request, submit it and I will respond to you. So I want to just... Take a minute to encourage you to visit our website. So we're going to continue walking through the book of John. We are actually in uh, chapter 14 and I want to talk about the Holy Spirit. Oh my goodness. It is something, it is so encouraging when you know the purpose of the Holy Spirit, when you know that it dwells in you. So we're in John 14, I'm going to start at verse 15. Through verse 17 the subheading says Jesus promises the Holy Spirit verse 15 if you love me keep my commands and I will ask the father and he will give you another advocate now the some versions of the Bible will say advocate or it'll say the Holy Spirit to so help you and be with you forever the spirit of truth the world cannot accept him because it is neither sees him nor knows him but you know him he's talking to his disciples jesus is having a conversation with his disciples he says but you know him for he lives with you and he will be with you i will not leave you as orphans i will come to you jesus is basically comforting the disciples he's letting them know and he has said to them you know in many occasions I must go out you know I'm going to die and uh, I'm gonna come back in three days so he's trying to comfort them to let them know when I leave there's going to be an helper for you that's gonna help you and comfort you so when you talk about the Holy Spirit there are many roles of the Holy Spirit so we're gonna just touch base on a a few of them The Holy Spirit he is a teacher he reminds you of the word of god the holy spirit he will convict you of sin when you have accepted jesus as your lord and savior and you believe that god raised him from the grave then you are saved so now you have the indwelling of the holy spirit in you and the holy spirit will convict you what does that word mean convict it will let you know what you said, what you did, what you thinking about doing. No, that doesn't line up to the word. Because remember, he's an advocate. He's the spirit of truth. So the spirit of truth lies in you. So whenever your flesh or your mind or your thoughts, they run rampant, the Holy Spirit is there to put you back in check. To get, keep, make sure that you stay within those borders. That's what it means by convicts you, um, convicts the world of sin, just to keep you in those boundaries. Hallelujah. He is an indwelling. The Holy Spirit is an indwelling. He is present in us. If you think about that, we have a spirit of the living God because we know that it is God the Father, God the Son, And God, the Holy Spirit. So we have the part of the Trinity living in us, the Holy Spirit. So he is the infilling that we need. The Holy Spirit will also give you wisdom, revelation, and power. When I say power, what does that mean? The faith that God has given us, it comes through hearing the word of God. He says, I've given every man a measure of faith. And when you receive the word, when it's in your heart, you believe it. That gives you power to overcome the enemy. Think about this. Think about when Jesus had been fasting for 40 days and 40 nights and he's coming out of the wilderness. And the enemy shows up and, and tells him, look, you know, if you are the son of God, turn this stone into bread. Now, Jesus has been fasting. So, you know, he's hungry, Right. But Jesus tells him no, man should not live on bread alone but by every word that proceeded out of the mouth of God. The word of God is your power. It is the thing that um, lets the enemy know who you belong to. Right? Why? Because whatever he presents what he meaning the enemy whatever he presents to you The word of God is there to contradict that. When the enemy tries to tell you, you will be sick and you're going to die. You can remind him what the word says about you. I will live and not die and declare the works of the Lord. That's power. Because he said the Jesus also told the enemy, if you resist the enemy, he will flee. So you have to resist the the bait, for lack of another word, the bait that the enemy presents before you by standing on the truth. Debate is to get you to doubt when well, maybe God is not going to hear me. I've been sick for so long. Why? But no, you have to stand firm on the power that God has given you. And that's the word, because the word is God. It tells us that in John, it says, in the beginning was the word and the word was God and the, the word was with God. That power, that word restores you when the enemy comes in. That's the power and the power. And when he gives you the ability to speak in tongues, you are tapping into God spirit to spirit. He says, because if you're going to worship me, you're going to worship me in spirit and in truth. There's a power that when you are connected to God and you begin to pray in your heavenly language, the Holy Spirit will begin to reveal things that you don't know. I've had it happen numerous times. Trust the power of the Holy Spirit. Trust the word of God. Let it be a strength. Let it be like uh, a... Let it be the thing that renews you. The word. Hallelujah. Now. mm, It is the Holy Spirit. It is what we need. We have to. As a believer, you don't want to move without it. You don't want to move without it. The wisdom that it gives you it orders your footsteps it'll tell you don't go there don't do that we need the holy spirit we need him like the deer that panteth for water we are, we should be thirsty for him and acknowledge him he is there to regenerate you when you are that's why the scripture tells us when we are weak that he's made strong that spirit man if you acknowledge it it will be strong in you even when you feel like i can't move another step i can't do this the holy spirit will be the reminder of god's word that's already in you i want to remind you that you're built for wherever whatever you're going through the enemy wants to um You know plant seeds of doubt in your mind he's not after your house your car but he's after your seed he's after your faith and if he can and if he can uh distort the distort the truth and mess with your mind that's what he would do that's why the bible tells us if you keep that mind stayed on thee that i'll keep you in perfect peace the battle starts in the mind that's why in a passage of scripture it tells us that the weapons of our warfare hmm, they're not carnal but they're powerful through the pulling down of strongholds the enemy wants to place a thought he wants you to believe what, because you have no control of the thoughts but you can stop them from taking root in your heart the Holy Spirit is there to say no you need to uproot that thought He's there. the Holy Spirit is there to remind you he's there to remind you we need him in our lives that power that comes from him it is unbelievable the strength that the Holy Spirit gives us and for all of those who you are battling you are looking for new jobs your, your finances let me remind you that you serve Jehovah Jireh You serve Jehovah Jireh and the word says That he will supply every need According to his Riches and glory in Christ Jesus See the Holy Spirit will bring those scriptures back To your your remembrance When you're in the midst of your battle You're having problems in your marriage I want to encourage You to love beyond What you've ever loved before Forgive. 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 If you and your spouse have have agreed to work it out, then forgive. Let go of that hurt. I can't tell you how long it'll be before the hurt stop. But I can tell you the word says weep and endure for the night. But joy will come in the morning. I speak from experience, from finances, and with trouble in my marriage. God is a promise keeper, and He's a restorer. Allow the Holy Spirit to bring the word back to your your remembrance. Allow the Holy Spirit to be a guide while you're in the midst of darkness. He's there to help us. He is there. God left the advocate, the comforter. He left him here so he can dwell within us to help us. Glory to God. Thank you so much for tuning in. And again, if you like Faith Infusion, I want you to um, send a message through the website. Let me know that this has been really encouraging and it's blessing my soul. God bless you. Until next week, have an amazing day.